And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. One, two, three. We are days away from the biggest weekend of the year. If you are a wrestling fan, and I'm willing to bet you are, it is DDT Wrestling, the WrestleMania prediction and production show. My name is DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. Joined, as always, by the recently endorsed Doc Manson. Doc, you killed it yesterday. You killed it, buddy. What did I kill? You, uh, we were on NAI Pod. Uh, we were there for about an hour, which I think is much longer than any of us expected. And you, sir, were brilliant as always. Oh, thank you. You made a believer. Uh, you were of, also there. I, I was. Thank you. And I said I loved Eva Marie, and that was the end of the show. <laughs> At uh, that point, they asked us to leave. Uh, you know, you made a believer out of Liam Stryker. People were saying, you know, I was expecting violence. I was expecting a throwdown. And you came in there with that promo, and you blew them all away, and then you messed it up at the end. (laughs) Well, it's not my fault that I don't listen to their show, and I can't remember any of their damn names. Uh, Next time, I'll write it down for you. Jason Molotov! What kind of name is that? Molotov. There's not the uh, it's Molotov. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Not like the cocktail. Oh, I thought they all had just, you know, funny names, except for that Bill Neville guy. Well, Are those their real names? Name. What's that? Yes, that those are their real names. <laughs> I th- just like our names are real. Doc well, Manson <laughs> at Doc Manson on Twitter. There you are. Um, we have a lot to get to. There are seventeen matches, uh, and that's if they don't add any. So, so actually. I really had a good time on the NAI show last night. I, I did. We you. should talk about that. Uh, I want to thank Jason and Liam and Bill um, for having us on. You know, we. Tried. I would like to thank Jason and Bill. You're starting already, aren't you? You're starting <laughs> it again. Why can't we just be friends? Fair, uh, enough, fair enough. You know, uh, we we tried to Skype in. Bill tried it out, and apparently the audio connection was great all around. Like I said, we talked for an hour, and it was beautiful. Uh, you know, great conversation, great insight. Um, people have asked if this is going to become a regular thing. Uh, you and I haven't spoken about it necessarily, but I'm all for it. Hey, I mean, you know. As long as Liam's not going to be there. Will you stop? (laughs) Thank you. And this is the show when I officially became Gorilla Monsoon. I knew it all along. I know. I know. I know. Um, But yes, we had a a wonderful time. I hope you do check it out on the NAI pod feed. Uh, You know, head on over there and you can listen to our, uh, I'll call it a round table. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we had a good time and they're taking off, uh, a little later this week. Whenever you're listening, we're recording on Wednesday, full disclosure. Uh, we have not yet seen Bull Dempsey versus Samoa Joe because NXT has not been on yet, but, um, they're taking off, uh, tomorrow for Dallas for the WrestleMania festivities. Uh, we will happily hold down the fort here. You know, I, I'm where we've talked about 
perhaps podcasting Saturday morning while watching NXT. I'm, I'm not opposed to that. You know, we'll we'll have to see. What time is it actually on our time? 10 p.m. because it's 8 p.m. Dallas time. Why would they do that? Because they're in Dallas. But why wouldn't they start at 6 p.m. Dallas time? So we could watch it in a reasonable time on the East Coast. Maybe because it's Friday, so people are going to be getting off work. Uh, they want a lot of yeah, people maybe. to be there. I don't well, know. I guess that's, yeah, it's I guess ten. So. It's ten p.m. Uh, you know, I, I've I've mentioned on the Twitter that uh, there there's some surgery going on in my family. Thankfully, nothing serious, but one that might require me to be uh, a little more family bound for parts of the weekend. So I'm probably I can I can probably say right now I am. Definitely not watching NXT live, which, since I'm an old man, people weren't expecting it anyways. Uh, but Saturday morning, NAIAM, I'm okay with a DDT morning show. So we'll just have to, we'll have to see how the weekend goes. But and would, you be wa- would we be watching that show as we were commentating, or would we watch it first and then give reactions? Now, I know, I, know, you know, I don't, I don't want to get sued by Joel Hodgson or whatever his name is and his and his crew but I'm all for putting it on turning the volume down really low and just you know talking to you while we both watch the show at the same time so you know we can see how how it goes hmm. so but we'll right. see but like I said it is an exciting time and uh, you you were you were Promoting positivity like nobody's business yesterday. Yeah, well, that's going to stop right now. You were that was all for show. Now you're going to be negative about this show that you. Oh, really absolutely. I was about. just trying. I was just trying to get us some more listeners. Oh. You know, appeal to people's good nature. Hopefully, they're listening to this right now. And I want you to know, folks, you've been had. <laughs> it was all scam, bamboozled, hoodwinked. All right, so uh, let us get started. I Because there are 17 matches, and now that we have ddtpod.com, we haven't said that yet, ddtpod.com, uh, please go to our website, register, you can participate. I wrote a column that was published an hour ago. Doc Manson might not even know about it. Uh, I wrote a eulogy for Bray Wyatt. Did he die? Uh, no, but when you ring the bell at the New York Stock Exchange... Your character's pretty much dead. If if you're a Russell Magic character and there's a picture of you waving uh, at the New York Stock Exchange, why do you suppose they asked him and you know the rest of the Wyatt family to be that ambassador in that venue? Because his father's Erwin Allshister, otherwise known as Michael Wall Street. That is honestly the best idea I can come up with. Can you come up with a better one? It makes no sense to me at all. Yeah, so I, I wrote a eulogy. I think the Wyatt character, I, I can officially say it is dead. Um, but he's going to win the Under the Giant Battle uh, Memorial Royal Giant Royal Moyle. Royal. He's a Whatever moil. it's called. That's his new gimmick. He's a Moyle. I'd love to see it. But Andre the Giant Memorial moil. Battle, Battle Royal. Royal. Yes. Got it. Okay. So, um... Well, we'll talk about that. We'll get to that at some point. He he's although you know the rumor is his back is bad. Like he might not even wrestle because of uh, the back injury. Mm. Uh, you know, I did because I am I the self proclaimed Pope of Positivity. Uh, I did write three ways to save him. You know, there there are some avenues you know, to resurrect his character since we're around the Easter holiday. So I encourage you to head to ddpod, ddtpod.com to check that out. 
Uh, you can be part of the neighborhood forums. You can take part in all of the magic that is ddtpod.com. And, Doc, do we have an email address? Yes. Yes, we do. All right. Well, thanks for sharing. DDTWrestling at gmail.com. You know, we only got one email this week, but it's WrestleMania week. And I think many of you knew that we really weren't going to have the time to to get to a lot of emails with 17 matches. She's not bringing you cocoa. What, is she coming to clear the dishes or something? Is she... She's apparently looking for something, but I don't know what it is. Okay. What are you looking for? Don't you have an on-air light? I installed an on-air light so that people know when, when I'm recording. That's what that word says. You just want to tell me? Because we're recording. She can talk. Let, let her be known. Mrs. Manson, I implore you, be part of the show. Because we're on the air. This is precious NXT WWE WrestleMania and TakeOver Time. Okay. I got to get my own studio, apparently, because nothing been, is sacred. I've been told that if we, uh, you know, you and I are both in the market to, to move, to upgrade, to become adults, to adult, if you will. Um, I've been told I need my own space. So. Uh, yep. Yeah, but I thought you had your own space. I do, but because our apartment is one floor and relatively small, uh, Mrs. Matthews would appreciate it if I had a more isolated space. There was a house we were looking at where there was a, a shed outside <laughs> that that was that was heated and had electricity, and I was all for taking that over, and it would have been the DDT wrestling shed. <laughs> I was okay with that, but uh, but it, right. it didn't work out. So, um, all right. Uh, the the email, I don't even think we, you know, it's it's from our good friend Chris, C underscore Hawk 1994. Uh, he wanted to know if you have planned out your WrestleMania meal yet. You know, many of us in the neighborhood plan out. What, what are you eating? Well, our good friend GQ. Oh, GQ. Is planning to attend WrestleMania at uh, the old Manson homestead here. And he has suggested that because this is such a special day of the year... Now, mind you, neighborhood, uh, GQ, he is a health-conscious individual, you could say. Uh, He looks like Kurt Russell, you could say. He's not actually Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, perhaps. But, uh, yeah, he uh, has a rather strict diet that he sticks to for most of the year. However... Is he cheating on WrestleMania Day? GQ says on WrestleMania... It's nice. a day to cheat, and apparently he is bringing over KFC. Wow, that's already been discussed. He My is just gonna goodness pack up some fried chicken, bring it over, and his plan is to devour it. And I imagine I'm going to partake in that as well. Well, that's fantastic. Well, uh, I don't. Which is know. why you, DC, should also come to the WrestleMania shenanigans. Discussions have been had. Preliminary discussions have been had. Uh, you know, so we will see. I would love to surprise GQ with an appearance. It's been much too long since I've seen that boy. Uh, I would love to share a space with you that isn't just both of us in our rooms staring at each other <laughs> <laughs> via webcam. Um, staring longingly, you mean. I was sad yesterday. We weren't able to to do video yesterday, so it was I was odd. sad. It was odd. You need to, to get yourself a webcam. I, I 
let's not go into this again. We just talked about this, and people are the neighborhood didn't talk. People about are it. expecting WrestleMania talk, and we're talking about <laughs> a person they've never met, food they won't eat, and webcams that they can't see. I'm also trying to come up with a slick dessert. Uh, you know, Mrs. Manson's always game for uh, trying some sort of new dessert recipe. I, I don't know what it's going to be yet this year. I haven't done scouring. She yet. should make Pick a cake. Out. And frost it to look like a wrestling ring. With, like, that's, ropes. Yeah, I mean, that's fun, I guess. You're looking for something a little more exotic? Yeah, I don't know. Like, one year... I mean, this isn't exactly exotic, but we made chocolate chip cookies that were stuffed with whole Oreos. That's not exotic at all. Delicious, but not exotic at all. Come on, who does that, though? Who bakes Oreos into their chocolate chip cookies at home? Who does that? County fairs all over the world do that. Well, yeah, but not at home. Then fine. Uh, Go do do the deep fried butter, deep fried Kool Aid. You know, if we're going county fair wise, make yourself cheeseburgers uh, inside a bun of a glazed donut. I've had that. Surprisingly, not delicious. It's not surprising at all. Understandably, no, not delicious. Glazed donuts are delicious. Sweet and cheeseburgers. I, okay, all delicious. All right. If if we're gonna get into this. You have sweet and you have savory, and very rarely should the two ever meet. I disagree. I think, I think sweet and savory go together very well. I mean, you and I, for instance, is one example. Another would be, say, like a Take Five candy bar. You've got like the pretzel covered in chocolate with the caramel. There's sweetness. There's saltiness. I mean, in my mind, does saltiness and savoriness equate? Am I just off base here? That's what I was equating. Saltiness I, and savoriness. I would, I would distinguish between that because, you okay. know, I don't mind a little salt with my sweet, but, you know, now we're talking about meat and sweet. Mm. But come on, can't you just imagine, like, a brown sugar encrusted piece of bacon? Like, you know... That would I've be had delicious. It. I've had it. Not as chocolate covered bacon does nothing for me. Not as brown good, sugar glaze. Not as good as just regular bacon. When oh, I want to eat bacon, I want to only taste bacon. I don't want to well, taste what about anything else. Lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, and some white bread. That's pretty good with bacon. I don't like tomatoes or mayonnaise. BLTs are delicious. I will. I will make a bacon kale sandwich. That's good. You like kale? I do like kale. You don't find it to be very earthy? I do, but it's okay. You know, it's it's better when slathered in dressing, but, you know, on its own, it's not bad. If you have a salad with some kale and some corn and some roasted chicken, perhaps, you know, that's a, that's quite delicious. Okay. All How right. about WrestleMania? Uh, now we're done. We're at the 15-minute mark. Let's actually talk about the shows. I guess so. All right. Uh, that's what people came here to see. They came to ddtpod.com. They subscribed to our iTunes feed. They found us on Stitcher, on all the other services that I don't know because I'm not in charge of that. They they took care of all of those things. They want to listen to our show. They can find it on the New Age Insiders feed, but they get it Friday mornings, 6 or 7 a.m. It is there first. Get your Friday commute. Get ready for NXT. Take over Dallas with DDT Wrestling available Fridays on our iTunes feed. Out of curiosity, will our show be live on the NAI feed this weekend? I know they're all the way for WrestleMania. Are they going to get a chance to actually release our episode? If, If I can, you know, since we're recording early, I imagine I can send this off to them tomorrow. 
they might put it up. You know, this might be one of those rare instances where Bill Neville, ace producer, uh, puts it up before getting on a plane. In which all case, right. you know, although, and, and I'm imagining since they're bringing all of their recording equipment, they're going to be podcasting there. I imagine they will have the ability to pop our stuff up when they get the chance. So, just curious. And, just if, curious. and if not, all of those people who want to hear this show will have to find it on our own iTunes feed. Yeah. DDT Wrestling, look it up on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Yes. That's right. I'm just going to say it. Five stars. Yes. That's what we're worth. We are like the frog splash. We are five stars. Indeed. Uh, there are six matches scheduled for NXT TakeOver Dallas. I'm not going to ask you to name them all, and not just because I think we talked about them before we went on the air, but also just in the interest of time. Um, I was debating the merits of giving us a five-minute limit on each match. Do you feel like that's necessary, or would you like this uh, to be our usual free-flowing stream of consciousness let's conversation? Just, let's, just, let's just go. I, for NXT, I don't think there's a whole lot to say for most of these matches. Okay. Odd, oddly, but we'll, All right. we'll see. We'll see whether or not that's the case. I will go then in the order that I found it, uh, and it begins with Baron Corbin versus the... Uh, Taking on, in his debut NXT match, Austin Aries. Your thoughts, Doc Manson. I think that's going to be an alright match. Except for the part where Baron Corbin's in it. But Austin Aries is really good. I, I, I don't know. I think he could have a good match. It has been a very long time since I have seen Austin Aries. I, I don't remember a whole lot. I know Jason Maltov, your new good friend. Um... If I believe that Austin Aries is his favorite wrestler in the world. I, besides a brain buster, I don't know if I can tell you much about his repertoire. So yeah, I don't know. He's just a good personality. He's a good talker. Um, he had a long stint as the heavyweight champion of TNA, and that was actually a really good sort of uh, program. I thought he was a real small guy at the time. He was more fitting into their X division mm-hmm. or you know their cruiserweight equivalent. But then he. Uh, he moved up into their main event, and I think he held his own there very well as a smaller wrestler. Uh, he's very talented, I think, actually. I don't have a good feeling for what he's going to accomplish in NXT, though. I mean, he came out and was attacked by Baron Corbin. I don't know that we've heard a promo from him on NXT television. I've heard that there was an interview with him with Michael Cole, possibly available on WWE.com, but I don't watch any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So if it's not on one of their more official channels, I, I I mean I mean I guess WW.com is an official channel, but I don't go there for any content myself. Um so but outside of that, he hasn't really talked at all. He's gonna wrestle this match against Baron Corbin and I mean the way they book Baron Corbin these days, I could see Baron Corbin winning this match, but you don't bring in a new guy just to lose, do you? Unless he's only there temporarily. I don't know. I don't remember the the beginning matches of a lot of these new talents, but I'm not sure they win every single one. You know, yeah, when Kevin Owens comes out to wrestle C.J. Parker, Kevin Owens wins. Um, you know, but Apollo Crews lost to Baron Corbin. It wasn't his first match, I don't think. But, no. you know, and I guess I, I get it. Austin Aries is a big enough name to warrant being, you know, given his own name. I have to wonder... If you're going to wrestle under your usual independent name, 
if that means something, if that means that maybe you're not going to be a WWE guy, you know, the only two that it's happened to that I'm aware of off the top of my head, besides guys like Tommaso Ciampa or Johnny Gargano, are Apollo Crews, or no, Samoa Joe, excuse me, Samoa Joe and Austin Aries. And I, I have to wonder if that AJ means... Styles. AJ Styles, there we go. That was true. But he also leapfrogged NXT. I think he, in and of himself, is a special case unto himself. But I, you know, I have to wonder if that means that are we going to see Samoa Joe and Austin Aries in WWE? I honestly don't know. And I'm, if I had to guess right now, if I had to predict, I would say no. I don't think they do. You know, Austin Aries is four inches shorter than Seth Rollins, who he himself is a smallish. WWE World Heavyweight Champion, and he's four inches shorter. Um, I I don't know what Austin Aries NXT future is. You know, one would believe that he would win, but then where do you go with Baron Corbin? Are we gonna? Are we Maybe gonna, they've finally given up on Baron Corbin. Are we gonna get a? You know, Baron Corbin and some NXT originals versus these independent guys. Is that where we're going with this? Is this just, you know, Baron Corbin's going to stick around in NXT for a while? He's one of those guys, when you ask the neighborhood who are the guys that are most likely to get called up, it's Finn Balor, Enzo and Cass, Bailey, and Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin's a real strange case to me because, yeah, he's done a lot in NXT. He's faced a lot of people. He. It seems like there's nothing left for him to do, like Enzo and Cass, which I think is why people have this sentiment of sending him up to the main roster. But I don't know, man. I don't think he's really ready. I don't think he's. I think he's very inexperienced still, mm-hmm. and I think he could benefit from an extended period in NXT with a lot of these, you know, independent guys who have been around the ring for a little mm-hmm. while. I think he could learn a lot. Well, like I like I said on last night's NAI pod, I went off the deep end in many ways, but one of them was with this whole idea of, you know, if Shane McMahon wins control of Raw, what could happen to SmackDown? Could we get some sort of WWE NXT hybrid? If that was the case, Baron Corbin would be my guy, one of my big names in that SmackDown NXT brand. It's a safer place. He's got more of those young guys. He can work with a guy like Swagger or Mark Henry or even Kane for a while just to get his feet wet, so to speak. You know, I guess that's possible. You know, WWE is rife with examples of what what happens when you move a guy to WWE who is not quote unquote ready? You know, you've got your Tyler Breezes, you could even say Neville, your Adam Rose, or whatever. I'm not sure Baron Corbin can be in that conversation, but I also don't know that Baron Corbin can be considered as talented as those people. So, you know, I, I do have questions. Um, However, I'll go ahead and say, since this is our prediction show, I'm going to go ahead and say that Baron Corbin wins this. You know, Austin Aries has himself a lovely debut and gives us some moments that we remember why he's so good. But I think somehow Baron Corbin wins. Probably not clean, but I think that's what happens. Your your I'm official say Austin production. Aries. All right. Austin Aries goes over because yeah, and uh, and just for fun, him. just for fun, I'm writing it down. Why would you do that? I'm not going to post it on the website, though I considered <laughs> it. But, I, you know, we often, when we do this podcast next week and all of this is done, when we are recovering from the hangover of WrestleMania, I will not remember what we talked about. 
and I will not remember the predictions. If I write this down, at least I can say, hey, I thought Baron Corbin was going to win, and he got squashed. What a dope I was. (laughs) Fair enough. All right. Uh, The next match is my pick for the potential show stealer of the night, and I'll go even further and say this match could be one that steals the weekend, and that would be... NXT Tag Team Champions, your friends and mine, The Revival versus American Alpha. It should be a good match. I am. I love I, American Alpha. I am expecting, and I'm probably setting my standards too high as I am wont to do, but I am expecting this to be what we now, you know, the next 10 years when we think of the standard bearer tag team match, I think we're going to think of this one. Um, I'm I'm very excited to see what these four athletes can do uh, if given enough time. I'm going to be very disappointed if Chad Gable goes in there, shows off for a little while, gets beaten up, continues to get beaten up, gets beaten up some more, finally makes the hot tag to Jason Jordan, uh... And we just follow that same tired formula that they've been using in every single one of their matches. I think that is exactly what happens, but I don't think, unlike their previous matches, I think we see a condensed version of that, but it doesn't end once Jason Jordan gets the hot tag. You know, usually Jason Jordan gets a hot tag, does a couple suplexes, they hit their finisher, and that's it. I think. Jason Jordan gets the hot tag, hits a couple suplexes, but then the match goes on for another 10 or 15 minutes. I think he hits a couple suplexes, tags back out. Chad Gable goes back in, starts getting beat beat up up again. I'm hoping that's not the case because it is very formulaic, but uh, I I don't know. I have such a good feeling about this match. Um, Your production, sir? Who, who walks out of Dallas, the NXT Tag Team Champions. I'm just going to be help, hopeful here, and I'm going to say that American Alpha takes it. All uh, right. I'd like to see that. I think it's maybe a little early for them to win those titles, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, Dash and Dawkins, I still don't know who they are. It's not their name. I think it is. It's not. I'm gonna, the Revitalists? I'm going to draw a picture. No, I'm not going to draw it. I'm going to show you a picture. Angelo Dawkins, African-American with a headband. Scott Dawson, bald guy with facial hair. Uh, I'm not ringing any bells. Two different people. Not ringing any bells. We'll see if you feel that way after this Friday, my friend. Um, We'll see. uh, I think you're absolutely right in the sense that it is too early for American Alpha to win the tag team titles. So I'm going to say the Revival retains. You know, they beat Enzo and Cass on a couple of different occasions, and Enzo and Cass is the only other really quality tag team. I love you, Villains, but you're not anywhere close. And let's not even talk about Blake and Murphy. So the, the, Revi- you know, the Revival needs... They, they have some definitive wins, but this match, everyone is expecting American Alpha to win. And I think if the Revival wins... It puts them on the map so that people actually know who they are when they come out. I um, hope so, because they're going to have to teach me at some point if they expect those guys to make a splash. Anyway. I want I want this feud to last through the summer to maybe take over Brooklyn next year. And then American Alpha can finally win the tag team titles. Because by then, Dash and Dawson will be ready to take their skills to the next level. And you'll see those great jackets and the towel on the main roster. Oh yeah, baby. 
All right, next up, because I can tell you're not even going to say anything helpful. Um, Next up is the DC goes to get a snack match, otherwise known as Apollo Crews versus the grifter, Elias Sampson. Yeah, I like Apollo Crews, but I need to see some more character development from him, and I don't care about the grifter, so I'm going to say that Apollo Crews wins... And I don't really have much more to say about this match at all. I will. Yourself, we are in agreement for the first time in these predictions because uh, unless Elias Sampson, until he hits someone with that guitar, I will not care about him. You carry around that guitar. Eventually, you have to use it as a weapon. Well, don't you think that Takeover is a good place to use a guitar as a weapon? Sure, but I think that gets him disqualified, and then. Apollo Crews wins by disqual. You know, I, again, for some reason, I have gotten fixated on this idea of, you know, true developmental guys called up, you know, brought up in the NXT system, not with a extensive independent wrestling experience, forming a, an alliance against guys like Cruz or Champa or Gargano. Um, so I, you know, Samson would be a guy. I don't think he has a lot of independent experience. I've never heard of him before. So I could see this being something where, you know, he goes crazy and hits him with the guitar and is beating on him, and then Champa or Gargano come out and make the save, and then, you know, this this winds up becoming some sort of, you know, stable warfare. And again, total speculation on my part, and because I fall in love with my fantasy booking ideas, I tend to stick with them long past the time they're supposed to. Uh, but I don't I'm Apollo Crews has to win, because Elias Sampson right now is doing nothing for anybody. Yeah, I will say they've been tweaking his character, I think, a little bit. They've been making him a little bit more out there. Like, like he seems more detached. He seems crazier than he did when he first showed up. He's crazy hobo, not just lonely hobo. Yeah, they've done that thing this last few weeks where it's, look at the look on his face! Look at the look at his eyes! Look at his eyes! I, I don't know, it's not really doing much for me, but no. they, they are attempting to... Do something with him, I guess. Yes, yeah. and if he, and all the more reason for him to snap and give Cruz the disqualification win. I don't know. I, like enough. I said, it, I might not watch that match. And Apollo Cruz is incredibly talented, but even he doesn't have enough character for me to care. Sorry. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, next up, the match I will definitely, one of the matches I will definitely be watching on this wonderful WrestleMania weekend. Sami Zayn, in what I have to assume is his final NXT match taking on the debuting Shinsuke Nakamura, who has been taking pictures all throughout Full Sail. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with his fingers. He can't seem to just put all of his fingers up. One of them has to be bent. They have to be curved in different ways. I, I, I don't understand the hand signals of, uh, of Mr. Nakamura. But this is going to be an exciting match. Um, have you seen anything from Shinsuke Nakamura in your, uh, in your wrestling experience? I've seen some still photographs of him making funny faces. But nobody has sent you to, for Sundays with Doc, nobody has sent you a Shinsuke match to watch? Uh, I haven't done Sundays with Doc regularly this last weekend. I don't think I did it. Scandal. Two weeks before that, I think I missed it as well. I want to say maybe somebody did link me to something of his, but I didn't watch it. Okay. Um, What are your... Here's the thing. I, I, I like... Good wrestling, I really do. I, I used to enjoy watching the X Division and TNA just based off the quality of the matches. 
But I've reached this point where I gotta have something more. I gotta have story, and it's gotta be something that's developing. Mm-hmm. I, I have trouble going back and watching wrestling for the sake of watching wrestling if I'm not invested, or at least I'm not knowledgeable in what is going on around sure. the match. Sure. And so I, I can't just pick up a random, you know, New Japan wrestling match and enjoy it like I should. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's just it's something I can't do right now for some reason. It's the same thing sort of when people, uh, Laz, for instance, he keeps sending me progress shows, which is all well and good. I saw some good stuff from progress that I did like, some promos and that sort of thing. But when I try to watch something that I know is like 10 episodes old in their continuity, I have no context for it. I know it's not new. I know I could just look it up on Wikipedia. Like, I just, I have such difficulty getting invested Mm -hmm. in that. Um, I, I can understand that. I... I'm one of those people that I, I tend to need to watch. I, I'm a person who wants to watch something from the beginning. You know, I I wanted to go back and watch, you know, when I got into Ring of Honor and I had to go back a couple of months to try to catch up, but I wanted to go back to like the beginning of Ring of Honor TV and watch it from there. So I had that history. You know, one of the things that WWE has going for it, and to a lesser extent, but still good NXT, is I know where all of them have been. You know, I know where all the characters have come from and where they're going, and I get that idea, and, you know, there's comfort in that. So when they do get in the ring to wrestle, I'm familiar with why they're there and what they're doing. Uh, one thing, and and fan, some fans are going to hate me for this, I don't know that I like strong-style wrestling. You what know, about uh, dong-style wrestling? Is that, a, is that a style? That's a, that's a Joey Bryan invention. The King I've, of watched, Dong style. I've watched one match of him from Lucha Underground. I don't get it. Yeah. And maybe it's because I feel uncomfortable the entire time because I know what could happen. But, um, you know, I it started with Hideo Itami. I didn't care for his style at all. I've watched some of the, you know, times when New Japan guys go to Ring of Honor. I watched the current Ring of Honor television champion, Tomohiro Ishii, have a match. It was good. I like his look. But it's a lot of just really stiff knee strikes, forearms, headbutts. Those are great for a while, but eventually you got to do a move. You got to do a suplex. You got to do a slam. You got to apply a hold of some kind. You know, I don't. I think I'm going to enjoy Nakamura, um, and I think I can safely write down that he wins. But uh, you know, I'm hoping for something more than just some knees and kicks to the face. But that's yeah. me. Yeah, I don't know. I think Nakatomi Plaza is going to supply 30 stories of sheer adventure, so I'd like to think that uh, he's definitely going to pick up the win here, put on an enjoyable match, and make me a believer. So, I I hope so. I enjoyed I enjoyed his match enough, when, though I think I've seen one match of his uh, from Ring of Honor, and I enjoyed it, but I think it was against, you know, Roddy Strong or AJ Styles. I. I don't want to be just... I'm sorry, I had, you did that and it made me think of something. Um, somebody, I, it was Flash Flanagan, who who I thought was a friend of mine, but he said, based on listening to us uh, on NAI Pod yesterday, he compared us to Beavis and Butthead, and I have to say I took that not as a compliment. <laughs> I think that's why he uh, thought of it, because I'm constantly laughing in, when things happen on the show. I'm not afraid to put a little mic time to those little things that happen underneath. And um, I don't know. I, I, I could see that comparison, perhaps. I don't think you laugh that much on the show. I think that's me more than you. But uh, I, I, I don't know why 
we got that comparison. We are obviously the Statler and Waldorf of professional <laughs> wrestling watching. That I would like. If he had called us that, I would have loved him forever. But Beavis and I would have loved him forever. That as well. But honestly, I think we're less Statler and Waldorf and more uh, Burton and Ernie. To be honest. Now I'm. Well, you're Bert. Does that mean I'm Ernie? Does that have to be I, how this is? <laughs> I guess so. I, I haven't watched Sesame Street in a while, and Fair now enough. I'm uncomfortable. Moving on. Uh, this is. I'm going to go ahead and say this is probably Doc's favorite match. It's the Oscar show. Oscar versus Bailey for the women's title. I'm going to say Oscar wins it. Um, I think Bailey's time is now to go to the main roster. At least I hope that's the case. And uh, that means somebody's got to lead that division, and it might as well be Asuka. I, I'm actually... I'm, I see the look on your face. I'm actually torn as well. I don't know. I honestly cannot look at you and tell you for sure that I, I really feel like Bailey is moving on right now. I, I don't honestly feel that. So... I, as much as I want that to be true, what I just said, I'm not, I'm not 100% convinced. I don't know what Bailey does on the main roster right now. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, it depends on how things are going with the, uh, you know, with the women's title match and what comes out of that. You know, I think a lot of people were expecting Bailey to make an appearance for that Divas tag match. Um, you know, or something. So that's why even more booze happened when Eva Marie did that really awkward looking run to the ring. She um, can't even run to the ring correctly. Come on. I, at this point, I have to believe she's intentionally doing everything wrong just because it it's just part of the gimmick. I, I'm sure that's not the case. But I still enjoyed that segment. I do think there was some great storytelling that happened there. But, um... I'm gonna say... I hate ba- you so much. I'm serious. I'm not I'm just- gonna start doing a show with, Ly- with Liam instead. I... Once you figure out what exactly ESPN first take is, you'll get an idea of what he's looking for. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say Bailey wins. You know, I I think Oscar yeah, I mean, is the presumptive next champion, but I don't know that there's enough built around her to warrant um, Bailey leaving just yet. I I want to think. Bailey comes up for the one year anniversary of the act, you know, whatever the date was when Charlotte and Sasha and Becky showed up, she's going to show up right around there, um, you know, in WWE, give them a chance to really establish. The rumor is floating around that on Monday, whoever wins the Divas title is going to introduce a women's championship. Um, I've been calling it the Women's Championship for a few weeks now. Well, and it is, and I think it should be called that. But I don't know that, again, I don't know that Bailey fits into that conversation. So I'm going to say she wins and sticks around for a little while longer. It's a shame, um, you know, had Hershey not injured her hand, things might be very different. Um, but I think in the end, her being in NXT a little longer is going to be a benefit. Uh, that brings us to our main event the NXT title on the line as Finn Balor takes on Samoa Joe. Uh, we are well known for our dis... Uh, I don't even know if it's dislike, but our ennui, to use a to use a word, our boredom with Finn Balor as a character. Um, does that affect your opinion heading into this match? I don't know, man. Like, everything tells me Samoa Joe wins this wins the NXT title. We saw this feud before. 
Finn Balor retained. I can't imagine why you would build this up and show us this again just to have the same outcome. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I find it very hard to believe that Joe doesn't win this match. On the other hand, what does Finn Balor do after this? The presumption is he goes to the main roster. But at the same time, well, I guess at the same time, I was going to say, I don't feel like he's capable of being on the main roster, but obviously I'm in the minority. A lot of people love this guy, think he's super talented, don't find him as boring as you and I do. So maybe, again, maybe I'm just blind by my own bias, and perhaps he is a shoe-in to make it big on the main roster next, make a big splash over there. I, I don't know. I don't just, I just, I have trouble under. I have trouble foreseeing what he could do if he stayed in NXT without the title. And I personally just don't really feel like he's going to make much of an impression on the main roster. So I just, I'm confused about Finn Balor, mm-hmm. DC. Uh, but are you producting that Samoa Joe wins? Is that your official production? Yeah, I think so. I, I'm going to agree with you. You know, it's interesting. Six matches, three we agree on, three we disagree on. Um, and, and I and again, you you made the point that I'll I'll go with. We are in the minority. The vast majority of people, including I would imagine Triple H and perhaps Vince McMahon to an extent, believe in this guy. So they're going to go with him. I think he is going to get called up after WrestleMania, which is fine. We'll see. I, you know, I think there's dangerous ground here where, you know, he's wrestling in pre-show you know, matches within the first few months because I don't know that he's going to have the big splash they're hoping for. Um, But I think, you know, it's time for him to move on. Uh, Samoa Joe can be a dominant champion. There is, unlike unlike in the case of Bailey, um, Samoa Joe can take over that title and there is enough of a division around him for them to be okay. The women's division is not at the same place that the men's singles division is. Apollo Crews, Baron Corbin, Austin Aries, Shinsuke Nakamura. There's enough guys there for six months of challengers to work out just fine. Um, So I do think Samoa Joe wins, and I think, you know, that NXT ends with us kind of wondering what to do with Finn Balor. And then that allows for a weekend of speculation to occur because Finn Balor seems to be done with NXT. Does that mean... He's WWE bound for WrestleMania. So it makes sense on a lot of levels. Um, Who will steal the show? Next week, who will be the one person or team in one case? Who are the people we are talking about uh, that made the biggest impression on NXT TakeOver? I will be talking about Asuka. Well, yes, but but that's going to happen anyways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think a lot of the conversation will be around uh, Nakatomi Plaza. Yep. I think you're right. Um, Whether it's good or whether it's bad, Mm -hmm. I think we're going to be talking about them. Fair. Um, I'll go ahead and say I was going to pick the revival, uh, but I'm going to, I'll go off my usual thing, and I'll actually go with the other debuting superstar. I'll say Austin Aries. I think Austin Aries has a better showing than Nakamura does, if only because Aries' style of wrestling is much more alive. I'm really going to hope I didn't just see that. Tell me I did not just see. Oh, man. 
you are a class act, Doc Manson. You can tell them what you did if you want. I'm not going to share it. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, you know, I think his style of wrestling is much more aligned. That's a good point that you make, but you're wrong. Because there's no way that Austin Aries and Baron Corbin put on a better, more memorable match than Sami Zayn and Nakatomi Plaza. Austin Aries might have a better chance to show his stuff, you know, with the dives and all of that kind of thing. You all know. right. I'll give you that. Nakamura and Zayn might be the... Well, no, not even might. Nakamura and Zayn's going to be the better match. But Austin yeah. Aries might make the biggest impression. And I'm, I'm just saying that, looking at the names, his is one that jumped out at me. But I, I, I'm okay with being wrong there. Uh, that takes us out of Friday. Um, you know, Are you planning on watching the Hall of Fame? Is it going to be on WWE Network? I, it usually is, I think, right? It was last year? I, Actually, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I, I will probably watch it. Uh, I I tend to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, are you particularly excited for this year's class? And, and I'm excited obviously see, by asking, I I am not. I'm I'm excited to see Sting uh, and whatever he has to say. I'm excited to see whomever accepts on behalf of the Big Boss Man. I'd like to maybe hear some more about that. Mm-hmm. But outside of that. Uh yeah, that's that's about all I'm looking forward to. Okay. Uh let's see. Freebirds I could not care. No. Uh Jacqueline, whatever. I'm imagining that, you know, uh boss man Ray Trailer, the real name of the big boss man, uh has two daughters and, you know, was married to his childhood sweetheart, so says Wikipedia. I'm imagining they'll be part. I don't know that, you know, it's gonna be accepted by a, a wrestler. Um, I'm excited I don't want to see the Warrior Award. I don't care about that at all. I'm, I'm excited for the Big Boss Man. Uh, I'm excited for the Godfather. I love Charles Wright and oh, his okay. myriad characters. Um, I feel like we're missing that second big name. I could care less about Snoop Dogg, Snoop Lion, whatever. Um, I mean, he's only getting in there because Sasha Banks is being inducted. Is I'm sorry, inducting in- him. Is yeah. at WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean, you know. But, I, you know, usually there's a 1 and a 1A. You, you know, know, you get Scott Hall and whatever it was, Jake Roberts or whatever. Freebirds. They are a big name historically. Um, yeah. But, you know, usually it's a, it's a, it's a you know, two names that are, are fairly common to most wrestling fans. I was expecting, you know... I, I suppose I wasn't expecting The Rock or Daniel Bryan, both of whom could headline their own shows, but I was expecting somebody bigger than what we have. So, um, but, you know, I'll probably have it on in the background while I'm doing other things. Mrs. Uh, Banson tends to like watching the Hall of Fame because she doesn't have a lot of that history surrounding mm-hmm. the product. So she tends to like to hear some of those stories and learn more about these individuals from yesteryear, who she's enough. not as familiar with, you know. So all right, she she tends to enjoy it. Which brings us to the granddaddy of them all, Sunday, April third, WrestleMania Showcase of the Immortals. Uh, there are eleven matches on the docket. Uh, we can go through the pre-show matches fairly quickly because I don't think there's a huge amount to say. Um, those black holes of charisma, the Usos, uh, taking on the boy we wish we were back in TNA team of the Dudley Boys. Yeah. No matter who wins, it doesn't matter. Yeah. No matter who wins, we lose. Isn't that... 
Yeah. Isn't, yeah. Is, isn't that? That's a tagline from some movie. Alien versus Predator. Okay. Is where I'm familiar with it. All right. I was gonna say. I was gonna say Freddy versus Jason, but Alien versus Predator makes more sense too. Um, do you have a production? Oh, let's just give it to the Usos. I will say the Dudleys only because they can't lose to everybody, which is a lie. Of course they can, but uh, you know they have so far. If if they're going to mean anything, yeah, they have to win something. Um, and it's on the pre-show. Maybe this leads to a match at you know Extreme Rules the next month or Payback, whatever the next pay-per-view is, where the Usos can win. But the Dudleys need some sort of momentum because right now they're essentially the new J and J security for the Authority right now. Um, so I'll go ahead and say the Dudleys, knowing most likely that I'm wrong. I'd like to see them lose. Bubba Ray. Turns on Devon. We get Bully Ray in WWE, and perhaps he can be the first contender for Roman Reigns World Heavyweight Champion. That would be wonderful. That I would I would be all for that. I don't know that that particular brand of fantasy booking is going to <laughs> is going to happen. But I love where your head's at. That is seems unlikely. Th- that right. is that is DC Matthews irrational idealist style booking. So well done. I'd love there. to see it. Um, I'm not going to give them the names that I heard on Raw. Uh, the Divas tag Lana and Friends versus Brie and Friends. Bad um, and blonde. You know, I, I have a morbid curiosity about this match. Is that an elimination match or is it just first pinfall? I have to imagine it is first pinfall. They would not stretch that out to be longer than it needs to be unless all of them get eliminated in seven minutes. And there's ten of them. You know, I I I have. I'm a, guessing Eva Marie wins that match. So you're gonna say the uh, the? I'm just gonna write face or heel. You're gonna say the faces because Eva Marie apparently is a face. Don't you think she would turn on them though? I could see this being some sort of random thing where, in the end, like you know, four yeah, of them, actually, four I, of I them, four of them are no longer the, the face or heel that they need. You know, I could see Paige and Eva Marie turning heel. I could see Lana and, you know, Naomi. Turning yeah. Actually, face. I take it back. The heels are going to win because Eva Marie is going to double cross the faces. All right. So you're going to say the heels. I'm also going to say the heels because they've been building this Lana thing. Unless this is literally Brie Bella's last match. You know, if is she, she in is, this? yeah, she's on the face team. The whole feud started because it was Lana versus Brie Bella. Uh, you know, if this is literally going to be her last match, I say she wins. That she pins Lana, and you know they celebrate and whatever. But um, yeah, but uh, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I, you know, the only I'm I'm interested to see. Uh, you know what kind of master storytelling Eva Marie continues to do. Um, I'm interested in seeing the uh, the wonderful in ring psychology that all these competitors are able to bring to a match of this type. I think we're going to see some real you know some real art unfold uh, in that squared circle. The only other thing I'm excited you know I want to see if Lana can actually wrestle. They've been they've been hinting like at it for months. They've been hinting at it since can. the days of the Love Rhombus. I'm hoping. I'm so. not convinced that she can, but I like to hope that she can. She uh, used to be a dancer, so I tend to think some of those skills mm-hmm. would transfer over. 
I would think. That brings us to the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal uh, and the myriad superstars who are in it, uh, none of which I'm going to name because I don't know. Uh, anyone? Have I'm, they I'm, announced anyone besides Big oh Show and God. Kane? Social outcasts? That's Let me look it up really quick because, you know... I honestly don't have a good idea of who's in this match. I don't even know if it's 20 person or 30. Uh, they have not said... It's, you, know, you can't find... Oh, let's see. Announced participants as according to Wikipedia. It's going to okay. be 20, man. Um, social outcasts, Big Show and Kane, Tyler Breeze, Golden Truth, Darren Young, Mark Henry, The Ascension, Jack Swagger, Fandango, and Damian Sandow. So it's it's essentially the entire roster that isn't injured, suspended, or already wrestling. They're literally going to get everyone in. Is Bray Wyatt in that list? No, neither is Eric Rowan or Braun Strowman. And there's 20 people on that list. No, there are 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16. So you add those three, now we're at 19. Although, again, I think, this is my prediction... Enzo Amore and Colin Cassidy are in this. I think they make their WWE debut in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And so if, if Bray Wyatt is injured, Rowan, Strowman, Enzo, Cass, now you're at 20. Yeah, I mean, I still tend to think that even if he's injured, he's going to be in this match and he's going to win it. So are you, uh, product- are you producting Bray? Who is not even confirmed to be in the match? Yes. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Okay. How about yourself? I'm going to go with Kane. Um, Kane is a Battle Royal veteran. He's been in a multitude of Royal Rumbles. He's always done very well. This strikes me as something that they would give him kind of, you know... You know, the, you know, nothing happens with this. I'd love to believe that Cesaro makes his return and becomes a two-time winner. But, um, you know, nothing comes of this. There's no prize for winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, you get a really cool statue slash trophy you do. you're going to break the first night that you have it. Yeah. So I'm going to think Kane gets it kind of as a, you know, good job, old boy kind of okay. thing. So I'm going to say Kane. All right. That brings us to the main show, um, provided nothing changes. Uh, U.S. title match, Kalisto versus your boy Ryback. I hope in my heart that Ryback wins that match. But that is not a production, sir. That is a hope. It's true. I predict that Kalisto retains his title. Uh, you know what? Let me just look at the whole card here for a minute. Oh, God, it hurts. It hurts. Why do you say this? Why, why do I, you think... I'm just thinking about, you know, I'm looking at it, and, and this is more a reflection on my other predictions. I don't think the Intercontinental title is going to change hands. I don't think the women's title is going to change hands. I'm not sure that the world title is going to change hands. And the tag team title is not on the card. At some point, somebody's got to win a new belt. So forgive me, neighborhood, for I am about to sin. But I am going to write down... Rye, I can't even finish it. My hand will not write down the K in his name. There we go. Ryberg. I, I think Ryback wins the U.S. title solely so they can say a new champion was crowned 
in the WWE tease on their website. Man, he is so good. I want to see Ryback like have the opportunity to flourish. You know, and maybe this is so you know, Kalisto versus Kevin Owens would be a lot of fun. Um and Ryback has done better. Not great, but better in this new character. So this is, you know, if they're going to give him a chance to do anything, now's the time. Fair enough. All right, so I, I'm going to throw up after this show uh, <laughs> because I just predicted that Ryback wins the U.S. title. Oh, God. All right, uh, the Intercontinental title ladder match, I just said I think Kevin Owens retains. I actually think he's the only person who has a reasonable shot of winning unless they go with Zack Ryder in a... They're not going to go I with know, Zack Ryder. but I don't think they're going with anybody else either. I don't think there's another person who has a legitimate chance of winning the title. So, I think Sami Zayn could win, especially if he's losing to Nakamura two days beforehand. I could see it, and since Kevin Owens doesn't have to be involved in the decision... That can keep the feud going. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Could, I could see that as a possibility. Although I think on last week's show I, I agreed with you and I said Kevin Owens is going to retain his title. So, I don't know. I guess I'll say Sami Zayn just so we have some variety here, but I'm not convinced that that's the way it goes. No, I you know I think Kevin Owens is the safe bet. I I, I do looking forward. I think Kevin Owens is the best bet to win this title, and I think Kevin Owens is the best bet to win Money in the Bank this year. And I think Kevin Owens is the is a very good bet to be a world heavyweight champion by WrestleMania 33. You know, I I think they realize they've got a you know, kind of lightning in a bottle here, and I, hope I don't they, think so. I hope they run with it. But again, I think we I, see him against the Undertaker next year, or something so? of that caliber. Maybe against Brock Lesnar, main event, but not the main event. All right. I mean? Well, and uh, that's certainly not a bad thing if that's yeah. The case. Dean Ambrose status, you know. Yeah, hey, hey, I liked watching him fill his little red wagon. You know, I caught up on Raw. I liked seeing I him fill that. his little red wagon. That was funny. Um. All right, so yeah, that match will be good. There'll be some great moments. Um, you know, I hope Zayn and Owens kind of get to clear the ring and just battle for three or four minutes by themselves um, to kind of introduce most WWE fans, guys who didn't watch NXT, people who didn't watch Ring of Honor, to what they can do together. Um, next up, the women's triple threat, Charlotte, Sasha, and Becky Lynch. Um, you know, a lot of people think this is the dawn of a new era with this rumored new title. Doc Manson, at Doc Manson, your thoughts. Well, the only thing I know is that Becky Lynch does not win this match. Does Becky Lynch ever win the women's or divas title in WWE? I don't think so. I ha- I I do, but I think it's one of those she wins it in September and loses it in November and people forget about it kind of things. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. You know, um, so you've taken one out, but that still leaves two possible winners. Ric Flair can't win it. Yes, he can. <laughs> I know he can. He's dressed uh, as a woman before. Exactly. I'm gonna go with Sasha Banks just because I'd like to see. Something move in, but the fun, the funny thing is, I realized this the other day. Uh, I think it's in support of this rumor that you know they should be bringing back the women's championship. I feel like what the three of them are doing 
is completely removed from the rest of the women on that roster. Like, the rest of those women are divas, with the possible exception of Paige, who I think straddles both lines. But outside of that, the only women wrestlers, the only members of a true women's division that I see on that roster are the three of them. Uh, That just seems strange. I don't know that I agree. I think Paige obviously is someone, though... You know, she lost to Emma. Uh, if Emma's on the roster, I think she would qualify in a women's division. Um, I suppose. I would make a case for Natalia. I would have made a case for Natalia five years ago, but I don't know. I, I could be convinced to make a case for Naomi, and I don't even know that I've seen a Naomi match in a long time. Ugh. Yeah, you don't, you don't need to. Uh, all right. But so I'm going to go with Sasha Banks, though, because I'd like to see that moving. I okay. could easily see you know Charlotte keeping it, because there's that's, still a lot they could do there. But That's what I see. You know, um, the, the rumor is, and again, this is only rumor, that the, the title they're going to bring out is like a miniaturized version of the big gold WCW title. Ric Flair is the yes. first person you always think of. I could see Charlotte retaining and Ric Flair gives as a gift to his baby girl who just won the t- you know retained the title this brand new belt. Uh so and, and really that's the only reason I'm picking Charlotte. Um is is for that. Okay. You all right over there? Cool. All, all right. right, good. All right, we got five more to go. New Day versus League of Nations. This match is no longer for the tag team title. It is a four. Why would they do that? I, I, the only logical thing I can think of is the Freebird rule applies to three people. A four man team cannot hold two titles. Why not? Because that's just too crazy. That's just too crazy. There's no rule for that. You can't uh, have four, you know. Why the why, free bird rule plus one? That's what. You why? Call why then? Why stop at four? Why not have you know? Well, because that's the free bird plus two rules. A group that's of why, a group of seven think. hold the. Well, that'd be the free bird plus five. Clearly. Let's all wait and check two his mental math. Well, the free bird rule is three. Oh, right. So that would be eight. Oh, I'm getting tired, DC. I noticed I'm that. Getting tired. All right, we'll 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 bang through the rest of these. Uh, New Day versus League of Nations. It is not for the title, which makes you wonder if that means, you know, League of Nations now can win. Um, I'm excited for this match. As I wrote on ddtpod.com, please go to the website, register, uh, comment, be part of the forum. Um, I wrote that I'm excited for this match solely because of the sheer amount of talent in it. Uh, yeah. Having said that, I don't care who wins. No, not at all. Not I I might even write. Ju- I might. This might be. You know, if if we were we were allowed to get one kind of like pass, I might just say meh, because I'll watch the match. I'll enjoy the match. But the 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 winner, because it's not for a title, who cares who wins? Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. going to say League of Nations just because it's not for the title. So that means League of Nations can win without it affecting New Day. Um, but I don't I don't care. Yeah, I'm going to go with New Day just to pop the crowd at WrestleMania. I don't know. You know, I, I'm excited to see their entrance. I'm excited to see, you know, I like Rusev. I like Barrett. Um, I could give or take Del Rio or Sheamus. I like Rusev and Barrett. Uh, all right. AJ Styles. AJ Styles versus Y2J. 
uh, in the. That's not what he said on Raw. Well, I'm not going to say what he said on Raw. This is a family show. Oh, all right. Well, uh, so is Raw. It's a family show. It's it's a show for kids. Just ask Roman Reigns. It's a show for kids. I didn't even bother reading that. I was just like, yeah. I I don't care. Yeah. I don't care what Roman Reigns has to say. Because I think, I, I think it's better when he doesn't talk. I've said that many times. Uh, it's the round four of the AJ Styles-Chris Jericho uh, feud. What do you think? AJ Styles has to win. Does he? Uh, does he indeed have to let, win? They let Fandango beat Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. I have to believe that they'll give the nod to AJ Styles. Hasn't Styles won two out of three so far? I think so. Yeah, he that pinned right. he pinned him. Jericho then pinned him, and then he made him tap out to the calf crusher. So. Yeah. But, you know, that's kind of what happened with the best of four series between Rusev and Cena. Yeah. Rusev won the first one, and then it was Cena all the way I, for some I, reason. I will I will agree with you, if only because we, uh, since the, the main WrestleMania started, we haven't agreed on anything yet. Uh, and you're right. Styles does. This is Styles' first big Mania moment, you know. He has to. He should, he should win. All right. I would hope so. It'll be a good match. Be a good oh, match. it'll be a great match, no doubt. Uh, another good match, no doubt, though probably very different in tone and tenor, is uh, Dean Ambrose versus Brock Lesnar in this no-holds-barred Texas ba- uh, death match, street fight, last man standing, brawl for all, uh, bull rope on a pole match. I don't know the stipulation. I don't guessing. think there's any pole in this match. Well, there might be. It's a no-holds-barred street fight. He could bring out a pole if he wanted to. I suppose so. Uh, You know, Ambrose versus Lesnar, sir. You enjoy both of these guys a whole lot. Uh, Let us know your thoughts heading into WrestleMania. Stop playing with your phone. I mean, I think that this is not a phone. This is a microfiber cloth for cleaning glasses. Thank you very much. I'm sorry. I'm just that bored with you. Um, But... I want Dean Ambrose to win this match. I really, really do. They've even set up the stipulation that would allow him to win it logically over Brock Lesnar to, you know, safely give Brock Lesnar a reason to lose without damaging him whatsoever. But the more I think about it, the more I think that Brock Lesnar wins this match. Is that your official production, sir? I think so. Okay. I'm not convinced that those in power believe that Dean Ambrose is the main event guy that we all think that he is. We see that in him when he goes out there and gets to cut those crazy promos. We see that spark of life. We see that main event potential. I just, I'm not convinced they see it. I, I'm, I'm just, I, I, th- I think they think he's a solid performer who can go out there, he connects with the crowd, but that's it. I don't think they think he's anything special. Okay. And I hope I'm wrong. What do you think, DC? I think you're wrong. I hope so. I I think that uh, WWE might not think that Dean Ambrose is the standard bearer for a generation. Obviously, that's how they view Roman Reigns. Um, Mm. But I think WWE is smart enough to realize, especially with the rash of injuries lately, 
You can't build around one guy. You have to have a bunch of guys who at any given time can take over for a while. And as we've seen, Dean Ambrose over the last few months has been one of those guys. You know, they might not view him, they might view him like a Mick Foley, but in the 90s, Mick Foley could be the guy who for a couple of months could win your world title or could main event a bunch of matches, feuding with Austin, feuding with Michaels, feuding with Rock. And, you know, then go back down to that kind of middle, high level of things. And, you know, if that's how they see him, he needs a statement victory to arrive there. And there is no better way to do it than to be the guy to beat the guy who beat the guy. Yeah, I mean, like I said, they've even set up the right stipulation for this to be his time. Exactly. There is no other reason that anyone in this company should be able to beat Brock Lesnar. You mentioned Kevin Owens earlier, and I would love to see Kevin Owens versus Brock Lesnar, but even Kevin Owens, as good as he is, should not be able to compete on Brock Lesnar's level right now. This allows him to do it because he's got a barbed wire bat, he's got a steel chair, he took the steps with him. I hope, you know, when SmackDown, when we see SmackDown or when we see WrestleMania, I hope that one of those stairs is not complete because he took (laughs) part of it. (laughs) <laughs> and they should keep that going, where they're just like, we'd have full stairs here, All right, but they're in Dean Ambrose's wagon. Here's the real prediction. Does he break out and use the chainsaw? No. He might threaten, you know, he might turn it on, but no. And then, you know, maybe that will be what gets Brock to, like, scamper out from under, you know, scamper out of the ring or something. But no, they're not going to use a chainsaw unless they did something where, you know... What if he, like, he chainsawed the Spanish announce table? All right, he will not hit a person with a chainsaw, obviously. But I could see that, or I could see him hitting the steps and it sparking and being like, ooh, fire. Yeah, sure. Man, we are Beavis and Butthead. I just said, ooh, fire, (laughs) fire, fire! Um... So yeah, I'll say the chainsaw gets used, but obviously not as a weapon, just as show for the show. I really want to see that Spanish announce table get cleaved in two. Cleft in twain, as it were. Indeed, sir. All right. Um, I I firmly believe this is not going to close the show, so let's talk about it before we talk about the match that I believe will close the show. But Uh, I believe this match will close the show. I've got the card. Roman Reigns versus <laughs> Triple H for the World Heavyweight Championship. I think I said it goes on before 10 o'clock. If the show starts at 7, it might even go on before 9.30. So, okay. uh, you know, what are your thoughts? Oh, well, no, we don't have, I don't even have to ask you. This has been an 18-month story. They're not going to end it differently. Can I just write Roman Reigns' name here on my little prediction sheet? Yes, you may. All right. Thank there you. There is 0% chance... Of any other outcome okay. to that match. Um, if only to stand opposite that statement. That is not, if only, the reason why. Wait, how do I do this? I have written down, you can see it there. There are those three H's on my side, right under H, Dean Ambrose. H, H. Hunter Hearst Helmsley from Greenwich, Connecticut is going to retain his title. Uh, against Roman Reigns. Uh, You were right. It is an 18-month story, and every fiber of my being says that Roman Reigns wins and has his WrestleMania moment. But I think... Don't you think it's even more likely that he wins if it's not the last match of the night? That is a good point. 
Because uh-huh. why, if you're going to hide that match in Lauer 2, you're doing it so that the fans forget what happened. Because you start strong, you end strong, and a lot of people forget what happened in the middle. So you start with I'm just the saying. By you start with logic. the IC ladder match. You end with Shane Taker, no, and and then that's not my logic for why Shane McMahon and the Undertaker ends the show is not so people don't end the show with Roman Reigns. It is because, as I said on the podcast, and then Liam said, which I had already said, but that's okay because I'm DC Matthews and I don't feud with Liam Stryker. Um, the fate of the company trumps the fate of the champion. You know, when you're fighting for control of Raw, I believe that match comes first. And I could be wrong. Uh, but I, I do. I think in in the storyline that goes with that Hell in a Cell match, uh, Triple H wins. Triple H wins and stays champion at least for a little while longer. Um, but I, I understand, of all of my predictions, that is probably the one that I'm expecting to be wrong on. I expect you to be the wrongest on that one. Okay, I will be the wrongest wrong that ever wronged. Indeed. Uh, Which brings us to Hell in a Cell, which brings us to Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker, which brings us to the fate of the company hangs in the balance. Your thoughts, sir, on this momentous match. You know... I'm going to go ahead and say that Undertaker wins this match. Really? So they brought back Shane McMahon solely to get that big return and to sell 100,000 tickets, and after WrestleMania, he's just gone forever. This is this is like literally the story. They now have a storyline reason to never talk about Shane McMahon again. That's what this is. That's what this has all been about. I just... All right. No, I, and, I, and, I, and you know what? It, it's not... As I said that, it is not a bad way to go because I don't remember how Shane... I wasn't watching when Shane left the last time. I don't know if it was some sort of loser leads town thing or if he just, you know, literally disappeared from television and it was kind of a question mark. I would understand if this was, I don't have no intention on ever coming back. I want one more match. You know, put me in there with Undertaker. Um, I'll lose, and it's now Stephanie and Paul's company, and I'll be gone forever. You know, because you make. But he them, already was gone forever. But That's now the there's. But now I there's struggle a struggle with. But now there is a storyline way to do it. You know, they didn't have a story to explain why Shane left. Now they have one, and if you've learned anything from the McMahon family, story, story, story. Yeah. So now we can say, why did Shane leave? Well, he lost to The Undertaker at WrestleMania 32. He got removed from the will, and all is lost. So Yeah. But I mean, the, I mean, the alternative is Shane wins. Yes. And that means Undertaker gets another loss at WrestleMania, which we talked a bit about yeah. on the NAI show last night. Yeah. I just feel like that is damaging for The Undertaker to some degree. But at the same time, yeah, you can make the argument, well, he's in a different phase of his career now. Mm-hmm. That was then. This is now. I, I, I wanted to make the point on the show, and I didn't get to, so I tweeted it. There is only one person that I'm aware of whom everyone in the world who's a wrestling fan knows their WrestleMania record 
and it is The Undertaker. Whether or not there is a one or a two in that loss column matters less than the idea that everyone knows. I don't think you're going to really tarnish this guy's legacy too much if he loses to Shane McMahon, and I'm not saying he does it clean. Something has to happen for Shane to win. But I've written down, you saw it when I showed you the Triple H prediction. What if neither of them win? And that ends in some sort of no contest thing? Yeah. The Bullet Club comes out and takes them both out, and they run the company now. The Bullet Balor Ballet Club. Yeah, the Ballet Club. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just, I just, nothing about this, from the beginning of this feud, nothing about it made sense to me. I don't understand why The Undertaker is there, really, in this storyline as Vince McMahon's instrument. And even now, when we're trying to piece together what we think might happen, there's so many possibilities here. I don't see Shane coming back full-time. I don't see The Undertaker needing this win as much as we talked about just now. You know, neither one of them winning makes sense to me, but also neither of them losing makes sense to me. Like, you wouldn't have brought Shane back and put that stipulation on this match unless you were going to go through with it and let him run raw, right? Yeah, that's why I, I think it's going to happen. I th- I think this is, and again, this is me hopping on my pie-in-the-sky daydream horse, and I'm okay with that. Maybe it's a unicorn. Um, but I think next week's Raw and you know SmackDown, what? are you changing your answer? I'm going to change my answer to Shane. Uh, in the interest of positivity, to be honest, is the only reason why I'm going to do it. Because I can't imagine they brought him back and gave him this stipulation just to have him go off quietly into the night. I can't fathom it. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like I do understand that it's very entirely possible they brought him back just to sell those seats. Mm-hmm. But you know what? That's a purely negative viewpoint. And so I, I cannot abide by it. I'm going right. to go Shane McMahon wins by default of positivity. And I got to tell you, as I'm talking, I'm not changing my answer. I'm still saying Shane. But as I talk to you, I gave myself the reason for Taker to win. And it was that whole Shane now has an on-camera reason for being gone. Like, he's no but longer But I don't think that matters. Man. I mean, I, that's a great explanation. Like, that's a good, at least, you know, logical end mm-hmm. to a storyline. But they don't care. They, Maybe that's they true. They forget things all the time. They don't they don't need to suddenly rewrite an ending for a guy who left the company eight years ago. You Maybe know what I mean? that's like, true. Maybe that's true. All right. Yeah. So we both think Shane wins. Um, and that takes us through Mania. But I have some questions for you that aren't necessary. They're predictions and productions that aren't match-related. Mm. Do we see John Cena... Yes. Out... Let me finish. <laughs> in anything other than just a coming to the ring to cut a promo, talk to the crowd, try to get people riled up kind of thing. Does he get involved in a match? Does he get involved in an angle during WrestleMania? I believe he gets involved in an angle, but that could be through a promo. Okay. That's fine. That's fine, that's fine. If you had to guess which angle, what do you think it would be? fate of the company shows up yeah although I I'd really like to see Sting show up in that match that's my 
That is my ultimate hope, is the, that he costs Undertaker that match. There, there is, you know, there is a, a laundry list of people that I could see having some sort of part no, of but that's, that match. That is the one that I really, really you're, want. You're hoping for see. Sting Taker. You're hoping to see Sting Taker someday. I'm still hoping for okay. it. Okay. Absolutely. All right, so you think we see Cena. I think he, I, I know he's going to come out and talk. You know, I think he comes out. They do like what they did with WrestleMania 30, except it's The Rock comes out to welcome everyone, and then John Cena comes out, and they're like, "Oh, remember when we wrestled each other?" Twice? And then Hulk Hogan comes out. No, that will never happen, unless no, he's doing never. it for free and pays for his own food and transportation. Um, <laughs> and then security comes out and yeah, hauls him off camera. You know, can I just tell you, I I. I have to finish WrestleMania 28. I'm about five minutes away, and then I need to watch WrestleMania 29, and I can officially say I've watched them all. How dumb was it to say that it was once in a lifetime when it happened the exact next year? Yep. Man, that's annoying me right now. What if he comes out... And says thrice in a lifetime? Uh Uh-huh. I'll see you at WrestleMania 33? Yes. Oh, my God. 333. Whoa. Oh! Oh, man. I hope that never happens. All right. Um, Do we see Seth Rollins at WrestleMania in anything more than a coming out to be like, hey, guys? No. You don't think so? No. Maybe we see him in the crowd at the Hall of Fame. Mm. But that's about it. Mm. I'm looking at just trying to see where he would fit. He really doesn't fit anywhere, I suppose. Um, You know, he could come out... Could he come out to help Roman Reigns win? Nah. You know, I don't think that dude can walk yet. I do, maybe not. I do think he's gonna be uh, the biggest babyface in the world when he comes back, and you know he has unfinished business with Triple H. But yeah, you're probably right. All right, maybe we don't see him. That's a shame, though. I love Seth Rollins. Um, do we see any form of the Bullet Balor Ballet Club at WrestleMania? I doubt it. If we did see it, we'd see it in the Fate of the Company match, but I'm doubting it. I think that's something you say for after Mania. You can't complicate things too much at Mania. I'm going to say no as well, only because I know who I want to help Shane McMahon. Who's that? And it's not Sting, and it's not John Cena, and it's not the Bullet Club. It's Bray Wyatt. You know, I wrote Shane McMahon put the Undertaker out of his misery for good, and be the guy. You know, one of the guys that Shane McMahon's been talking about. And I wrote this. I wrote this two hours ago. Well, almost three now. Um, You know, I want him to be one of the guys that Shane's like. You know, yeah, he talks kooky, and yeah, he dresses like you know he's a swamp man. But this is the guy with all the talent in the world that never gets a shot. You know, was wrestling Team ECW. Um, and then, you know, now, as somebody put on Twitter, now you can build to Brock versus Bray because Bray can say, oh, you you beat uh, Undertaker at WrestleMania. Good for you. I ended his WrestleMania career. They I already win. built Brock versus Bray, and then they chose to go a different direction. Well, and now they can reignite it. Again, pie in no, the sky. Yeah, yeah. I am, on is, a, I am pie crazy. in the sky on a unicorn. It's crazy as the crazy DC, no that's, chance in hell. Booking. That's fine. 
That's what I would like no to see. No chance! Not even, That's what you got! I don't want Eric Rowan to be there. I don't want Beef Stroganoff to be there. I'd take Luke Harper there, but he can't walk. Um, I want it to be just Bray puts him out of his misery. And right. and But that's, you know, that's what I'd Going like to see. Going back to Shane versus Undertaker for a minute. Sure. How spot heavy do you think that match is going to be? Are they going to use that uh, cell to do anything redonkulous or what? Because the reason why I ask that is obviously, you know, Shane McMahon is known for his physical uh, yeah. style. I'm thinking but about he's it. He's 46 a years old. He's 46 no, years old. And in, no, no. And Shane, until he threw Shane himself jumps off, that, off the, Shane jumps off the cell. From the top. Yeah. Not not the top? not the Dean Ambrose Seth Rollins climb halfway up and then do a trust fall kind of thing either. He climbs to the top of the cell and jumps off of it onto the Undertaker. Because they already did the elbow off the top rope spot. They've got to top that. And yeah. in a cell, the only way to do that is to climb all the way to the top. So what if he climbs to the top Pushes the Undertaker. Th- no, that won't happen. I was gonna say pushes Undertaker through, so the Undertaker falls to the mat, and then Shane jumps, jumps from, the- from there into the cell on top of him. But that's not that's- gonna happen because Undertaker can't take that fall and live. No, but They'd the have cell to set could it up first. the cell could break in some other yeah fashion. You know, they could. I'm sure they could figure out some way to rig the cell where, like, Undertaker chokeslams Shane onto it. The cell slowly falls. Shane's, like, hanging onto it, does a drop that's a little easier to take. You know, he kind of swings down a little bit. Now there's an opening in the cell, and then Shane manages it. Yeah, I could see something. But again, he's going to need help. He can't do it by himself. You know, I can't see him putting down. There's no move he can do besides jumping off the top rope that puts the Undertaker down for long enough for him to scurry back up the cell and do it. But yeah. I, I, I have to believe. Do we see the Van Terminator? I'd love to say there's some way of doing it with the cell, you know. But you have the turnbuckles exposed. There's no reason you why do. you can't do it. You do. Um, you just have to get a trash can in there somehow. No. I'll say we skipped the Van Terminator for something better. All right. You know, I don't know what it is. You know, I don't know what the uh, set Do looks like. Do we see Shane McMahon ever wrestle again? Yes. I oh. think someday we get Shane versus Hunter. Okay. In the Battle of the Sons. All right. Yeah, I think that's a good bet. So, I'm really surprised we're not seeing that this WrestleMania. It would have made more sense, I think, and again, I think had John Cena not gotten hurt and The Undertaker could have wrestled John Cena, which seems to be what everyone thinks would have happened, then I think we would have gotten Shane versus Hunter, Taker versus Cena, you know, maybe Reigns versus Rollins. If Rollins hadn't gotten hurt, Ambrose versus Lesnar, now you got four main events. Yeah, absolutely. So... But they're, they have made a card that with limited, except, like I said, I'm excited about every match for s- at least some reason. But there are no, unlike NXT, where I'm probably going to skip the Cruz and Samson match. There is not a match on here that I look at and go, oh, that's obviously my bathroom break. Once the show proper starts. Yeah, Absolutely. No, uh, all those eight matches, I was you know expounding positivity from every orifice when we were on NAI last night. That was not just a show. There's a lot to be excited about on this card. Yep. 
Yep, yep, yep. Um, now we've already we've been positive this whole show because we're we're kind of coming to the end here of the final DDT wrestling before uh, NXT. At least I don't think you and I will chat um, before NXT Takeover. But um, again, let me ask you the question. I asked you it about the NXT card. When we are sitting down next week to record next week's show, the one guy that we're talking about after from WrestleMania, who is the one guy that we're like, they are the MVP of WrestleMania this year. I think we're talking about Shane Undertaker. Those are two. I asked uh, Then Shane. Okay. Then Shane. You say Shane. I think it could be Dean Ambrose I, too. But that's my pick. I say it's yeah. Dean Ambrose. I, I, you know, and again, I set I pie in the sky. I understand. I'm waving down at you from up there in in the rainbows of my dreams. Uh, but I think this is Dean Ambrose's official, I am here and I'm not going anywhere, so deal with it match. I'd love to see it. So I, I love Dean Ambrose. All right. Um, it is a good... I said this yesterday. I've tweeted about it many times. I'm going to say it again. It is a very good time. To be a fan of wrestling, because even if you're not watching uh, any of the WWE product, there's ten or fifteen shows that are either in the Dallas area or they are going to be um, on, you know, on this weekend. They want your eyes. Do you know what Kaiju Big Battle is? Liam talked about it last night. Do you know what Kaiju Big Battle is? Four, but I don't really remember. I, I want to say that it's. It's kind of like wrestling, but it's also it's like if Godzilla, if the characters from well, the that's Gun- what kaiju is. Kaiju is giant Japanese monsters. All right, so that would make sense. Kaiju big battle. I'm just looking for. Yeah, it's definitely uh, people, guys in suits, people in monster costumes wrestling, and the ring, like the the actual the ring. Is it a city? Yeah. Oh, do they have a <laughs> subscription service? <laughs> I I don't know, but just I will sign up for do that. Do yourself right now. a favor. Do yourself a favor and just type in Kaiju Big Battle and just look at some of the images because this is this is without question this was made for Doc Manson. This makes me happy. <laughs> you're not even gonna watch WrestleMania now. You're gonna be like, forget that. I canceled my WWE network and I am having the Kaiju Big Battle podcast. Oh man, this looks right up your alley, sir. I'm. I've got to get me some of this. Uh, yeah, they're advertising. They're in Dallas this weekend. Monstrous creatures grapple in terrifying action arena. Fate of universe hangs in balance. That is literally what it says on their website. And then it says, "Greetings, fleshy ones." Yeah, you're going to have some fun with this. All right. Uh, Doc Manson's not going to talk anymore because he's now lost in the world of Kaiju Big Battle. He has this smile on his face that if you knew him, this is the smile he gets when he is supremely happy about something. We may never hear from him again. I may have just killed our podcast by introducing him to the world of Kaiju Big Battle. Um, How much does this cost? I don't know. They have video on demand, but I can't find a price. Ask Liam. Liam knows about it. He's go. He might go to see it this weekend because he didn't get tickets for NXT. 
Or well, the I'm Hall definitely not talking to him now. I'm jealous. <laughs> but you could have a Kaiju Big Battle podcast because there's no way I'm watching that. So oh, come on. You would love this. I would watch it with you. Of course I would. Thank you. Thank All you. right. We are DDT Wrestling. Uh, he is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. He is more positive than I think he's ever been, and I, I firmly believe that... I'm positive when, that's true. When you hear from him after WrestleMania, he'll continue to be this way. I don't think he's going to be disappointed about much. He'll be yeah. disappointed about something, but he of won't course. be disappointed about much uh, this show. You know what I'm going to be disappointed with? What's that? If we make it all the way to next week's show... And we still don't have any reviews for DDT Wrestling on iTunes. There you go. That's going to make me supremely sad, DDT Besties. I will be disappointed. I will be so disappointed. Hey, Nate, where was our email this week? Bestie of the month. <laughs> Too busy with WrestleMania, no doubt. That must be it. All right, I, I kid, Nate. I kid. Um, you know, we're up to, we've got a bunch of, uh, you know, a, a good amount of people on the forums. But yeah, uh, uh, we'd love some subscribers. We'd love you to listen to DDT Wrestling on the DDT Pod feed. You can find us on iTunes or your favorite I, uh, podcast service. Uh, if you want to catch us on the NAI feed, please do. But, uh, you know, if we podcast during NXT TakeOver, I don't think we're going to put it on their feed. This is the podcast that goes on their feed for the week. There's going to be extra stuff. Stay tuned. You are going to get extra things from DDT Wrestling um, that you can only find by going to ddtpod.com or by subscribing to our feed. And we would love some five-star reviews. You know, just say, uh, DC Matthews' completely irrational booking makes me happy that someone can be so delusional in a world so dark. Why not? So... (laughs) Uh, anything else there, Doc Manson, at Doc Manson, before we head on into that good night? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just looking forward to uh, all the great wrestling that lies before us. Could you please tell Oscar not to sit on your lap during the show so you can tweet? Oscar or Oscar? Oscar, I would never tell Oscar not to sit in your lap. Thank you. You're welcome. You're a good person. We're out of here. good person. We will see you on WrestleMania weekend. We will see you around the neighborhood.